Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Is car finance driving you to distraction? The soaring popularity of deals to lease new motors has transformed the way cars are sold, but do consumers know what they're getting into? The share price of online estate agent Purple Bricks has more than doubled since November, at a time when some of its high street rivals have suffered. The FT's property correspondent Judith Evans joins me to discuss. And the new pound coin. FT Money has been given a sneak preview of what is billed as the most secure coin in the world, but are you ready for its arrival next week? Welcome to The Money Show, the FT's weekly podcast on personal finance and investing. I'm Claire Barrett, FT Money Editor, and I'll be giving you this week's money news in downloadable form. Buying a car is one of the most significant purchases consumers will make, but the way we are buying them has changed significantly in the past decade. You may have noticed that dealerships are much more likely to advertise a monthly price on new cars as more of us opt to lease them on rolling finance deals known as PCPs or personal contract plans. Should we be worried? Joining me in the FT studio is Jonathan Ely, Deputy Head of the FT's Lex column, who's been exploring the rising popularity of these contracts in FT Money this week. Welcome, Jonathan. Hello. Well, it's always great to have you on The Money Show. You've taken to task this week the issue of these PCP deals. Firstly, explain to those who don't know, how do they actually work? Okay, so in the old days, if you wanted to buy a new car, you would go to a dealership, you would haggle with some young guy in a shiny suit, and you would end up spending £15,000, £20,000, which you may have to borrow, on a new car that would then be yours until such time as you decided to sell it. PCP works in a totally different way. So with PCP, you never actually own the car. You merely lease it off the manufacturer's finance company. So you pay a deposit, you drive away, you pay a monthly price every month that that includes a charge for, for finance provision. And at the end of the term, say two or three years, you have the option either to make a final payment and keep the car yourself. Hardly anybody does that. Or you can just return it to the manufacturer and you have nothing more to pay. What most people do, however, is that they trade it in for a new one. This is really why PCP has become so popular. When you lease the car, you're given a guaranteed future value by the manufacturer. And that is the price they are guaranteeing that the vehicle will be worth at the end of the term. If it so turns out that the vehicle is worth more than that, then the difference is yours to keep. That's your equity in the vehicle. Mm. And what has ended up happening over the past few years, because used car prices have been relatively buoyant, is that that has almost always been the case. People are left with equity in the vehicle. And what that means is they can trade it in for another one. And basically, they never need to stump up any more money. They just keep paying a monthly fee and they can get a bigger car or they can even reduce their monthly payments and this kind of 
alchemy has been wildly popular amongst consumers and manufacturers alike. Basically, the concept of car ownership is reduced to just another direct debit, like your mobile phone and your gym membership. In fact, I found a deal where you know, you, you know, you, you'll pay about £35 for an iPhone 7. Mm. For about £88 a month, you can get a car. So it just goes to show it makes it a very digestible, small-looking monthly amount. And certainly your article shows that this method of financing, it might have started off in the higher echelons of the car market, but now it's really used by the majority of purchasers. That's right. So it started actually about 10 years ago at the top end of the car market, and it was driven largely by changes to the way company cars were taxed, which made this way of doing it more advantageous. Since then, it's spread Firstly, to the mass market in new cars, and now also increasingly to the used car market as well. And you would think that the the only sort of problem with this is that, oh, well, if interest rates go up, then the monthly charge will rise. But actually, the whole kind of model of having equity in your vehicle at the end of the lease period is predicated on used car prices remaining buoyant. So if that doesn't turn out to be the case, then there could be trouble ahead. You've explained in the article why you think that the tide could be turning for this method of finance because there's evidence that prices of used cars are starting to fall because so many of them have been sold over the last decade. There's more and more of them. This is it. After the financial crisis in in 2007, 2008, car sales across the world absolutely collapsed. I mean, because it's obviously a big high ticket item. It's the first thing people cut back on. Fewer new cars means fewer used cars a few years down the line. And that's what we had. So there was a shortage of used cars uh, for a few years, and that's what drove prices up. But of course, since personal contract purchase became so popular, new car sales have absolutely boomed. In fact, they were at their highest year for 12 years in the UK last year. And what happens is as all those vehicles come off lease after about two or three years, so the supply of used cars will move up and all other things being equal, you would expect that to depress prices. Whether it will depress them enough to cause problems for the manufacturers who have an awful lot of money tied up in leasing these things is another matter. But what it could mean fairly quickly is that in some vehicle segments, the idea that you're always going to be left with equity at the end of the lease will disappear and you could face a situation where actually your car is worth less than the guaranteed the, the value that the manufacturer has guaranteed you. If that happens, then basically when you go to trade it in, instead of getting a bigger vehicle for the same price or the same vehicle for less per month, you could actually be asked to pay more per month or stump up another deposit. Well, absolutely fascinating. Very clearly explained. Thank you very much there to Jonathan Ely, Deputy Head of the FT's Lex Column. You can read his full article online from Friday at ft.com money or in the money section of the FT Weekend newspaper on sale this Saturday. Go on. Admit it. When the share prices of listed estate agents do badly, it's hard to have much sympathy. But while some of its high street rivals have been suffering, shares in AIM-traded online estate agency Purple Bricks have been rising as it attempts to digitally disrupt the way we buy and sell houses. I'm joined in the FT studio by Judith Evans, the FT's property correspondent. Welcome, Judith. Thank you. So, firstly, tell us what's different about Purple Bricks. 
Well, there's a couple of things. One thing is the business model. They like to call themselves a hybrid agency. That means that instead of having branches, they use an online interface, but then they do have agents who work on a self-employed basis who can help people sell their homes. And instead of charging a percentage of the sale price of the home, they charge fixed fees for different services up front. There's a second thing which is different, which is that the share price of Purple Bricks has more than doubled since the beginning of November, Mm. unlike its more traditional peers whose shares have been slightly in the doldrums recently. Why else are investors so keen on this company? Well, again, there's a few reasons. One is that it's backed by Neil Woodford, the well-known equity investor, but that's been the case um, since before its float back in 2015. What I think has got people excited more recently is its attempts to conquer Australia and the US. It's expanded into both of those territories over the past year and has some pretty ambitious plans. So I think people are excited by the thought that this could really change the estate agency market in several countries. What do the analysts think? Do any of them think perhaps that the shares are getting a tad overvalued? Well, I think there is a note of scepticism from some of the analysts, yes. If you look at the market capitalisation of Purple Bricks, it's more than double that of Countrywide, which is a well-established estate agency chain that also operates in a number of other business areas like commercial property. When they decided to launch into the US, one analyst described that to me as trying to run before they could walk. Given that their market share here in the UK is still not huge, there's an argument to be made that perhaps they should sort of prove the concept here before taking it elsewhere. On the other hand, that doesn't seem to have deterred investors in recent months and Purple Bricks themselves are very bullish about their prospects. Well, certainly using an online platform to reduce the cost to the end consumer of something as expensive as buying and selling a house would make them an eye-catching prospect of people like you and me who might be looking to move. Absolutely. And they're by far the most heavyweight of those trying to uh, disrupt the estate agency market. And no one likes forking out loads of cash to an estate agent. So perhaps that'll succeed in winning over large swathes of the population. Well, thanks very much there to Judith Evans, covering both sides of the argument nicely. You can read her article online now at ft.com slash money for more information on that. Now, next week will be a very exciting one for numismatics coin collectors. To the uninitiated, as the UK is about to unveil the new pound coin. Unlike the old round pound, this one has 12 sides, much like the old threepenny bit, but its arrival is set to herald some disruption. Joining me to discuss is FT Digital Editor Lucy Warwick-Ching. Welcome to The Money Show. Hello. Well, this is billed as the most secure coin in the world. So talk us through the features. The new £1 coin, I had a look at it yesterday and went to the Treasury and met Adam Lawrence, the CEO of the Royal Mint. I really like it. It's a bold new design. It's got the English rose, the Scottish thistle, the Welsh leek and the Northern Irish shamrock, all which bloom from one stem within a royal coronet. And it's lighter than the old pound. And as you say, it's got 12 sides. But actually, it is still rounded, so it's still got the feel of the old pound, but it's it just looks newer and shinier. And obviously, as, as you say, it will be harder for criminals to fake. Now, how many fake pound coins are thought to be in circulation? Because this is actually quite a big issue, I hadn't realised. Well, that's one of the reasons why they did this uh, change now. So uh, about 45 million one pound coins, or 3%, of those in circulation are currently counterfeit. So it is really becoming a big problem for the Royal Mint. And how are businesses adapting ahead of the switch? 
So businesses have been busily trying to change their self-checkout machines and parking meter machines. Every every machine that takes a £1 coin, they've been having to adapt these coins so that they will accept both the old £1 coins and the new £1 coins until they come out of circulation at the end of the year. Those pound coins that are coming out of circulation, we've got how long to spend the round pounds then before it runs out? So we've got until the 15th of October. Um, it's not which long. It's actually not long, exactly, exactly. And the government actually estimates that over 70 million one pound coins are currently stashed away in piggy banks. So people really need to become aware of the fact that these will not be legal tender by 15th of October and they need to take them into a bank or a post office or actually spend them before that time. And presumably after that date, some banks will still be able to exchange them, but you just won't yes. be able to buy them in the shops. Yes, no, of course. And also, if, if you've got one of those tokens that are very handy when you haven't got a pound coin... That to you put need in to the use, supermarket exactly. trolley. I've got several of those. Will I, st- will I have to throw them away? No, most of the major supermarkets have said that they will adapt their trolleys so that you still will be able to use them within the trolley. But maybe you'll have issues with things like parking meters. Well, thanks very much there to Lucy Warwick-Ching. She's made a video all about the new pound and its security features that you can watch online now from Friday on ft.com slash money. That's all from The Money Show this week. If you've got a story you'd like our team to follow up or a question to pose to financial experts, get in touch. Email us money at ft.com, tweet us at ftmoney or comment on our articles online at ft.com slash money. We'll be back next Thursday at the usual time. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.